What are you most excited about? People's eyes open wide and more often than not, they can't give a straight answer. To help them get to an answer, I often rephrase it to one of these. What's the one thing you want out of life? That's one small step for man. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. We choose to go to the moon, not because they are easy, but because they I are I have a dream. You can't handle the truth. Seven. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. Super, 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 super. Super you. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope everyone's hanging in there to help you out. Here's what we're going to do. Got the new book out, The Focus Project. I'm going to give you snippets of it on the podcast for free. So essentially, we're giving you the audible version of the book for free. We're going to do it on this podcast in a 10 to 20 minute segments. Um, And I hope it helps you out. Or maybe it's a friend that's really struggling during these challenging times to focus on the big things. It's called The Focus Project. It's available on Amazon. But again, this is my way of saying thank you. We love you. God bless. I hope this helps you out. Uh, with you listening. Let us know if this is helping you out. Uh, If you like this format, that we're going to give away the book for free in 10 to 20 minute segments on the podcast. Other than that, every Wednesday, you're still going to get the regular podcast, the Super You podcast. So I can't thank you enough uh, for listening. And again, we love all our listeners. So I hope you're hanging in there. If you enjoy listening to this, then send a copy, send a paperback copy via Prime to that friend. Tell them you're thinking about them going, hey, you know, Times are tough. I know we're isolated, but I'm really thinking about you. I thought you'd enjoy this book. Or you can send them the Kindle version as well. Anyways, without further ado, I hope you enjoy listening to this episode of the Super You Podcast. And today it's a little different. It's going to be a snippet from my new book, The Focus Project. People always ask me, why'd you write the focus book? Why'd you write it right now? And essentially it's because people in this unfocused world are having a tough time getting the big things done rather than just being busy. But there's also a saying out there that there's only two reasons to write a book, to change yourself or to change the world. If executed properly, the reason I wrote this book is not only to help change me, but to help others create positive change. Like all of us, I experienced a lot of self-talk, that little voice rattling around inside our heads, constantly chatting and chirping at us. My self-talk for this book went something like this. Hey, Eric, Is there even a need for this book? How is it different? Why should you be the one writing it? When you write it, why not just give us the facts of your research and findings? Why are you telling it through the lens of your personal journey? This last question harped at me the most. Why are you making it personal? The most common question in self-doubt circling in my mind was, who cares about my own personal insights and day-to-day triumphs and struggles with focus? Some people with whom I consulted about this book shared the same concern. However, the majority encouraged me to marry my own experiences in street science with rigorous institutional research and findings. They wanted to see someone else go through the actual struggle and experimentation. People love guinea pigs so long as they aren't the guinea pig. I would serve as the guinea pig. During this project, my daughters and I finished reading a young adult fiction book I'd written They wanted to start a new book and begged that I read this manuscript to them. That's right. My elementary age daughters helped edit this book. So be gentle in your criticism. After finishing the first chapter, my second grade daughter innocently looked at me with wide eyes and said, Daddy, 
That is what Miss Hernandez is always telling our class, that we need to focus, people. Even though your journey and your particular focus project will be different from mine, having a Sherpa alongside pointing out pitfalls, inside secrets, and secret passages will ease your journey. Consider me your focus Sherpa. I'm hopeful that making this book personal will also make it more entertaining. So for those who hate this marriage of personal anecdotes and findings alongside science and research, feel free to put this book down. As for the rest of you crazy lot, please enjoy listening in the pages ahead. Each month, I select one big item as my focus. However, the bulk of each chapter provides tips on how to develop the lifelong habits necessary for focusing on the important versus the immediate. How we can start leading our best lives starting today. I've been fortunate to travel to 55 countries and reach over 35 million people this decade. While I speak on stage for a living, I spend my life offstage listening. One of my favorite questions to ask is, what are you most excited about? People's eyes open wide and more often than not, they can't give a straight answer. To help them get to an answer, I often rephrase it to one of these. What's the one thing you want out of life? If in the next six weeks, I can wave a magic wand and make your wildest dream happen, what would it be? If you were to die tomorrow, what would be your one regret? When a person realizes what they want, their eyes light up. A light bulb is turned on. I follow up with this question. What is preventing you from getting what you want? Interestingly, the answers are universally the same. People can't get what they want because they don't have the time, energy, or money right now. But they all strongly believe they'll have those resources in the future. Not today, but tomorrow will be certainly be better. Guess what? Tomorrow never comes. We all have the same number of hours in each day. Given this equality, why do leaders seem to be able to focus even when they have 20,000 employees or teammates and a million to-dos and thousands of people reaching out to them for their attention? The answer? Through constant practice, they have become better at focusing. Their ability to focus is the reason they are in leadership positions. They are also sufficiently self-aware to understand that focus is a daily battle. Losing sight of this, they could easily topple from the mountain. The most common response I receive from the leaders when I ask how they maintain success and happiness is this. Understanding where I want to go and having the ability to focus on what matters to get there. It's a habit I'll never perfect, but I practice it every day. Whatever reason compelled you to listen to this book, my hope is it inspires you to take the next step. The next steps being number one, determine what you want out of life and what makes you happy. Number two, intentionally focus on this each and every day. And number three, start your own focus project by picking one thing each month, each day to hyper-focus on. We can't go back in life to make a new beginning, but we certainly can begin today to make a new ending. Let's begin learning how to focus in this highly unfocused world. Chapter one, growth. There we stood, toe to toe, my wife Anna Marie and I screaming at each other at the top of our lungs. Well, truth be told, Anna Maria was screaming and I was calmly, perhaps one might objectively say annoyingly, repeating, relax, 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 which one can imagine was causing the exact opposite reaction. I might as well have lit a match at a nitroglycerin plant. 
The stage setting this dramatic scene, our kids were running late for the school bus, resulting in us arguing about who was at fault. Who wasn't doing enough to get the kids ready on time? Which of us was not pulling his or her weight? In reality, we were both pulling more than enough weight. We were pulling more and more. Yet we weren't focusing on pulling the weight that specifically needed pulling. We were both equally guilty of trying to cut down a tree with a hammer when a chainsaw was easily within reach. Or, more likely, we should have chosen a different path in the first place, one that didn't have a tree blocking the way in the first place. There had to be a better path. The argument Anna Maria and I were having was silly. When we peeled back the layers of the onion, we weren't yelling at the other person, we were yelling at ourselves. Interestingly, we all have the ability to change this scene, but we keep repeating it. We are no better than a hamster on a wheel. One might argue worse. At least the hamster is getting exercise. Put simply, we should have put a mirror in front of us and started yelling at the reflection. Every day you're later scrambling. How can this be? Why are you taking on so much stuff that you can't prioritize what is important, like being relaxed and enjoying time with the kids before school? Get to bed early so you can get up early and be well rested and get the kids to the school bus early. Quit saying yes to everything that's small. Doing that won't allow you to say yes to the big things in life. The email can wait. Tie the kids' shoes, for heaven's sakes. I have to make the hard choices and select great opportunities while discarding the merely good ones. Again, we're yelling at ourselves when we do that. For you, it might be that another day slipped by when you didn't find time to practice yoga. Or maybe you've been saying you'll take guitar lessons for five years, but so far, you've yet to touch a guitar. Or the book you're writing was to be completed eight years ago, yet there it sits, half finished and collecting dust. After the kids were off to school, Anna Marie and I looked at each other, apologized, and then laughed at how ridiculous we had just been. It was January 3rd, and we both agreed this focus project couldn't begin soon enough. That's all for today's free clip from the Audible version of my new book, The Focus Project. I hope you enjoyed listening to today's Super You podcast. If you did and want to get the book either for yourself or someone you know in your family that you haven't seen for in a while, it makes a great gift. It would mean the world to me if you got the book because I think it's going to help so many people that are wrestling with how to focus in these ever increasingly and changing times. Anyways, this is Equal Man reminding all of us, it's not what we take from the world, it is what we leave behind. Seven. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. Super, 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 super. Super you.